Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, back in effect and recording from the home bunker. Folks, I took a glorious week off and come to find out it was the worst week to take off because Donald Trump was indicted. But it's really hard to not take time off because he seems to be indicted every other fucking week. Um, So I know that by now you all have watched the wall-to-wall coverage that has been nonstop from the drone fucking footage of his motorcade to him arriving in Washington, D.C., to um, his stunt uh, after his arraignment saying, oh, D.C. looks like a total mess, uh, to taking over the weekend to, oh, I don't know threatening. I don't know what else you would call it. I know that I call it threats when you are starting to point fingers uh, at those that have spoken the truth uh, about your desire to overturn the election by saying, quote, I'm coming after you. What else would you call that? Because let me tell you something. You try and get indicted and tweet or post some shit like that and see if you don't end up in somebody's jail cell. But once again, Donald Trump, 77 years old, continues to be given the benefit of the fucking doubt as if he's a goddamn toddler. Will I hope I pray, dear friends, that he fucking on his broke ass social media platform just socials himself into prison. That is what I'm hoping um, until he awaits his trial date, because what he is doing Um, By attacking the judge, by attacking Jack Smith, by attacking his own former vice president of the United States and other people is essentially sending out a signal 
right, to his crazy fanatic supporters that these are the people who I want targeted. And if they so happen to fall ill or get killed, you know, so be it. He directed those people on January 6, 2021, and said to go take their country back. And they built a gallows on the steps of the Capitol building with his vice president's name on it. So what do you think is going to happen? He and Rudy Giuliani went after Ruby Freeman and Shay. And what happened to them? They had to become uh, recluses, never to leave their homes, right? Because of the threats and threats of violence that they were receiving because of the social media uh, posts that were being made by both Giuliani and Trump. And so we know, we know what the MO is here, right? And so for it's like, what does he have to say in order for folks to say, oh, yes, that is an actual threat? Because I think I am coming after you speaks for its fucking self. But, you know, what do I know? Let me tell you something, just staying on the Trump train for a minute. Vice President, former Vice President Mike Pence. What a spineless piece of crap, right? Throughout the entire time during Donald Trump's administration, you're watching this man break the law. You're watching him. You decided as a quote unquote man of God that your best bet was to stand by a man who has now, right, been convicted of rape. But you knew that when he said that I can grab women by wherever I want. But that was your guy that you decided to stand by and then want to tell people that you're a man of God. Miss me with the bullshit. Right. So Mike Pence apparently took copious notes. Right. While he was afraid to get in his motorcade because he didn't know where it was being directed to. Which is why he stayed at the Capitol building. It wasn't because he said, oh, I, what would it have looked like for the vice president to be seen fleeing? I don't really think that was the case. He didn't know who the Secret Service was that was driving his car if they were going to be taking directions and directives from him or from Donald Trump, who was busy throwing ketchup against the wall in the White House and calling for his hanging. So he took... Um, you know, copious notes. And basically, we know from now interviews that he's been giving uh, and things that he has been saying uh, in front of the press that he's like, I was asked to overturn the election. I did my job. He says, quote, with Face the Nation on CBS in an interview, quote, from time to time, particularly at important moments, I had a practice of scribbling a note or two on my calendar just to memorialize it and remember it. I generally didn't make a practice of taking notes in meetings in the four-year period of time, but given the momentous events that were unfolding, I did take a few notes to remind myself of what had been said. And this is according to The Hill. The four-count indictment brought against Trump uh, last week in his efforts to remain in power of the 2020 uh, election reference Pence's contemporaneous and previously unreported notes from the time. So we know Pence, in his own words, has said, I took notes, right, of what was happening so that I could remember it. Why else would he take notes? Because he knew that there were criminal acts that were being committed that he did not want to be a party of and a party to. So he took those notes as a cover your ass move. And then when he was questioned by 
special counsel turned said notes over, which are probably one of the key points in the indictments against Donald Trump. Because you have Vice President Mike Pence saying, he asked me to overturn the election. I upheld my constitutional duty. I did not have the authority to do so. So, folks, you know, you see all of this. The indictment read very clearly. And now we are still waiting for indictment number four. Now, Donald Trump, in his own words over the weekend, said, you know, just to keep indicting me, my poll numbers go up. I love indictments, right? He's full of shit. We know that the more that he puts out on social media, the more he talks about this in his rallies, this more and more fearful Donald Trump becomes of the fact that maybe, right, his clock of privilege has run out. And that this is the case that we will find out at the end of this month, I believe it's August 28th, of what the date is. And as many have said, this case is built for speed. There is no need to get security clearance, right? Like in the classified documents case. There is no need for any of that. And these come with each and every one of those four counts come with serious jail time. So, you know, folks, it, it is we are at a place where it is wild to me that the former twice impeached, found guilty of rape and defamation, president of the United States, former president of the United States, remains the Republicans' top choice for the presidency. Like, that's all you have to know about the Republican Party. How these people look at themselves and say, like, I am a proud Republican at this point in time is just beyond me. Because what is it that you're proud of? This is a party that has been going after Hillary Clinton and saying, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Well, remember when Donald Trump was president for four years and had two different attorney generals that went on these investigative goose hunts and found nothing? They're continuing to go after Hunter Biden and his laptop. And guess what? Hunter Biden never ran for office. He's a private citizen. I don't give a fuck about what he does. But I do know that when you look at Donald Trump and his children, who he appointed to positions in his administration, who then benefited monetarily off of said positions with Jared Kushner walking away after four years with a $2 billion investment from the Saudis, from Mohammed bin Salam. We're not opening up investigations into that and into the ways in which he broke the emoluments clause and enriched himself for four years. And now he's using the PAC money that people have given to him, right? To pay for all of his legal defenses, which are at the point, I believe, of $40 million in counting. So it, it just when you look at their bullshit, the party of law and order, right? When you look at this party and I think I'm just I'm disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted. And so for anybody who still continues to refer to themselves as a Republican and proudly so, you know where their values and their morals stand. And that is in the gutter.
The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Speaking of the gutter, let's talk about Ron DeSantis, shall we? Because Ron DeSantis, with his war on woke, which, by the way, is not trending well with Republicans or independents, because guess what? They don't actually give a fuck. Ron DeSantis has built his entire campaign on his war against wokeness, and no one cares, including, apparently, one of his biggest donors. Now, this donor, Rob Bigelow, gave DeSantis $20 million. And he said that he's not going to give DeSantis any more money until he moderates his campaign, that he's become too extreme. And he's not talking about wokeness, the attacks on trans people, the erasure of black people, the fact that uh, enslaved Africans, you know, gain skills during their torture and brutalization. No, no, he's he's talking about abortion, because apparently the thing that Republicans have been going after for 40 years and have now gotten with the overturning of Roe v. Wade seems to not be landing well in some Republican circles, right? Because it was a thing that they were rallying behind for so many years. Then they got it. And now they're recognizing that there are a lot of voters, including Republican women, who are like, oh, yeah, no, not that one. Mm -mm. Everything else was fine that you're doing. You hate black people. You hate queer people. Like, we're good on that. We're good on rewriting history books. We're good on, you know, changing curriculum. We're good on indoctrination. But, ooh, abortion, you went too far. So he says that in 
Robert Bigelow, this major donor who apparently is so rich that losing $20 million on a bad investment investing in DeSantis's campaign doesn't hurt you much. I said, oh, well, he needs to, quote, pull back on his campaign. His extremism isn't going to get you elected. That's what he said. And I'm confused because I'm like, point out a Republican that is running for president right now who isn't extreme. And again, I don't know what scale that they are using, but for normal people who live on Earth One, there isn't a candidate that I can point to and say, oh yeah, they seem reasonable. Reasonable left the Republican Party, I believe, eight years ago. And honestly, if you're talking about the beginning of the Tea Party movement, we're talking about a decade plus. Right, where the only thing that they could try and loud against former President Obama was the fact that, oh, he wasn't born here. So let me release my long form birth certificate. Oh, he's a Muslim. Okay, but I am actually a Christian. Oh, he wears a tan suit. Like, this is where these people went. So we knew from then that they were losing their fucking minds. And just to remind you, we are in this place now because racist white Americans could not fathom the idea that we had a black president for eight years. So they needed to put up their absolute worst. That's how, that's how we've gotten here. And, you know, on that list of worst is Ron DeSantis. He has come up with the worst policies as it pertains to education in the state of Florida. He's come up with the worst policies as it pertains to abortion. He's come up with the worst policies as it pertains to criminalizing queer people. And that's their number two. And NBC, for whatever reason, saw fit to put him in an interview to try and humanize and to normalize him. And I'm confused. But I don't know what I should expect from mainstream media because right as Hitler was marching Jews off into gas chambers, he was being interviewed by the New York Times because he liked to take long walks and keep a nice garden because that's what mainstream media was focused on then. So, you know, this is par for the course. Let us bring on Ron DeSantis, the android robot, and try and humanize him and bring on his wife to talk about what a great husband he is and as she's in the midst of tears in this interview, that motherfucker doesn't even put a hand on her to comfort her. It's all performative bullshit. And I'm so absolutely 1000% over it. And speaking of people I'm over, can we stop interviewing Bill Barr? Honestly, can we stop sitting down with a man who stood in front of cameras and lied to the American people about the Mueller report, right? And was totally happy to do Trump's bidding and now wants to turn around and say that he's, quote, always been on the right side of history. Are you kidding? So according to The Hill, former Attorney General Bill Barr said that he would be willing to testify against Trump in his January 6th trial. He also was on Face the Nation. And he said he refused to answer whether or not he uh, was interviewed by the special counsel. Um, but he said 
that he would be willing to move forward. He said, quote, well, I have always been on the right side. I think that this is a challenging case, but I documented the ways in which there was no evidence of fraud in my book and all of these things, but that he knows that what happened on January 6th was wrong. Remember, he resigned quickly after that, you know, with just days left into the Trump administration. Um, that's when he decided to resign. In this article, he says, quote, well, I go through that in my book in painstaking detail, but on three occasions at least, I told him in no uncertain terms there was no evidence of fraud that would have changed the outcome. And this is according to Bill Barr with regard to the election. Then we watched in the interview that he had with the January 6th committee where he said that Trump's claims were absolute, quote, bullshit, and that he knew it then. And it was all of these, as Pence has stated, crackpot lawyers around him telling him that he had a case when, in fact, he didn't, 66 of which were laughed out of court. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Uh, folks, you know, it's challenging where we are. I want to have some bit of hopefulness, right? I want to have some bit of hopefulness in the fact that we know that this fourth indictment is going to come down. Fonnie Willis has basically all but said it. And we have a couple of weeks left until the deadline that she had given, the time frame that she had given between July and September. And, you know, we will know by the end of August when the January 6th trial is going to take place. 
We know Donald Trump is going to do what he's always done, which is try and delay, delay, delay. But we know that the judge that is going to be presiding over this case does not play and has already sentenced some of the some of the harshest sentences for January 6th defendants. Right. Those foot soldiers. This trial of Donald Trump will be the first trial of one of the architects. So we've had people found guilty on seditious conspiracy. We have had people found guilty on trespassing, on assaulting an officer and so on and so forth that are going to be spending, you know, decade plus in jail, depending on the charges that were brought against them. We also know with this 45-page indictment that was put out for the public to read that there were several co-conspirators, all of which are attorneys. I think that the smart move, as many have said, that Jack Smith is making, which is just to try Donald Trump alone, but that doesn't mean that those other co-conspirators won't be indicted after the fact, after they are able to move through this trial with Donald Trump. So I hold on to hope that we may actually see justice take place and before the presidential election, which is still a long way off, but feels like it is tomorrow, given the calendar and what we are up against. It's wild, folks, you know, but it is really important to continue to hold on. Um, you know, like I say, don't marinate in this shit, but to hold on to the fact that our systems continue to hold and we need to hold on a bit longer. Because if Donald Trump is convicted, let's just imagine, take this walk with me, take this imaginary walk with me. If Donald Trump is convicted and sentenced to jail, opening the door for all of these other co-conspirators to be indicted, convicted, and sentenced to jail, and Biden is able to hold on to the presidency for another four years, and the Justice Department is able to do a real excavation, clean sweep of the Republican Party, of all of those that were invested in criminality and trying to overturn the election, we may actually begin the real work of cleaning out the wound that Donald Trump and Magadan has inflicted on this country. If we are able to truly clean this wound out and leave nothing behind, we may actually hold on to our democracy. But there is a whole lot of ifs that come before that. So friends, continue to hold on to faith, but more importantly, hold on to joy because um, it's going to be a long fucking year uh, ahead of us as we make the long march to the presidential election. Who knows what can happen between now and then, but continue to center joy, hold on to faith and each other.
That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.